0: Hello everyone, how are we doing? It's nice to see you all. Welcome back to 20-something scaries. If it's your first episode tuning in, welcome. It's so nice to have you here. Happy 2023 everyone. We're here, we made it. Oh, I hope January is treating you really, really well. I've actually had a really lovely start to the year. I mean, we're only three days in, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I am so excited. 2023, I'm determined It's going to be my year. I've got a good feeling about it, baby. I'm a Taurus, and I saw someone say online, and of course I trust everything I read online, I saw someone say that Tauruses are the main characters this year, Taurus and Aries. I'm going to look into that and see why astrologically, sorry, why astrologically that is meant to be. But um, I took it to heart. I'm channeling it. I'm manifesting it. I'm excited for an amazing year. How was your New Year's Eve, everyone? Did you celebrate? I hosted in my flat the first ever New Year's party that I've ever thrown and it was so much fun. It wasn't like a full on party. It was literally just my closest three school friends and all, they all brought their boyfriends and I had my boyfriend there and it was so nice. It was just eight of us. It was such a relaxed night, we you know, had some Prosecco, we had a cheese board. I spent the whole day, I got back from Wales in the morning. And I spent the whole day cleaning the flat and making it look just how I wanted it. Because I take the hostess with the mostest title really, really seriously, guys. I love it. I'm very house proud, making my flat look beautiful. And I want it to smell nice. And getting all the correct sort of nibbles that everyone wants as snacks. Oh, I just love it. I love hosting. And I think we had a really, really lovely night. And I'm also one of those people that's very anti the big light. I'm quite lucky the lighting in my flat isn't really harsh. I've got like this LED light thing on the ceiling that the flat came with. Uh, So I put that on and I put LEDs behind this mirror in my living room. And I lit candles and wax melts and I had my diffuser on so it was smelling gorgeous, looking gorgeous, very vibey. I put a little video of it up on my TikTok if you want to go have a look at what it looked like just so you can imagine it. Um, my TikTok is... What even is my TikTok? Good promotion here, Anna. It's Anna Morgs, Just Anna Morgs. So if you want to go take a look at that on my TikTok, you can kind of see what I'm imagining. I'd painted a little chip and dip bowl when I went to the pottery painting place in my town. Very wholesome activity. Highly recommend. If you're looking for a new hobby in 2023, go pottery painting. It's really cute. Um, and I used that. It was my first time using that. Put salsa in the middle. Different types of crisps all around the edge. Oh, it was just absolutely my vibe i honestly don't know if you'll ever see me in a club again but you will see me having wine and cheese with my best girlfriends sat on the sofa in comfy clothes maybe with like a full face of makeup and hair so i still feel glam but just comfy clothes <laughs> anyway it was really really nice what did you guys get up to send me a message on the instagram i actually usually end up just sat at home on new Year's Eve. It's been a long time since I've actually had plans, so it felt really, really good to see some people. And I wouldn't mind making that my new New Year's Eve tradition just having you know a couple friends over and chilling out, maybe even a dinner party next time. I love cooking, so that made me really happy. I had the nicest dinner as well tonight, guys. Not that anyone asked, but I had a little mac and cheese ready meal thing from Tesco. Not normally a ready meal gal because I love cooking so much, but I have made my kitchen really, really clean and I couldn't be bothered to make a mess cooking again. So I got some of that and I just had some leftover cheese from said cheese board and I added it to make it extra cheesy, of course. And then I had a load of spring greens and kale just left in the fridge that needed using up. I just roasted that with some Cajun seasoning, some garlic powder, some salt, some pepper, some olive oil. Oh, it was so good. It was like nice and crispy. I kind of burnt it, but it still tasted good. On the side of the mac and cheese and i put a little bit of barbecue sauce on the mac and cheese and it was absolutely delightful 10 out of 10 stunning comfy meal this is the year of nourishing our body with things that make us feel good and mac and cheese is good for the soul so yeah that is my start to january this episode is going to be all about healthy habits that i feel like i have formed in the last year and in the other years of my 20s that i want to take with me into 2023 so this is going to be a bit more of a health and wellness vibe this episode it might end up being a bit longer because I have a lot to say on this but I hope you guys really like it let me know what you think of this one and we're still going to look at a poll that I did on the Instagram and we're still going to look at some of your guys scaries from this week and we're also going to get your opinion on a couple of things going into the new year but I also wanted to do this really big section on forming sort of healthy habits I like to call them healthy hot girl habits because if you put hot girl in front of anything it makes me more inclined to love it (laughs) Like hot girl walks. Does anyone else, did anyone else adopt hot girl somethings in 2022? Because I did and I love it. So whenever I go out, even if it's rainy and freezing, I'm like, oh, I'm just going on my hot girl walk. So yeah, let's get into it. you guys over on the instagram are you excited for 2023 and what do you think people said guess in your head right now okay now the answer is 64% of you said yes aging like a fine wine baby and 36% of you said no I'm dreading it growing up is scary I actually sit on the yes aging like a fine wine category today which when you look at the whole theme of this podcast might seem surprising but I think I just have a really good feeling about this year as I said before I am so excited I do feel like as I gain more and more life experience I'm becoming a better version of me and I'm making so many new experiences and I'm making better decisions for me because I'm learning how to prioritize my own needs in life whereas I dread aging in a lot of ways I use SPF every day because I'm trying to look after my skin and prevent the signs of physical aging you know things like that but When it comes to my mind, I do feel like age is just a number, and the only thing age is doing is giving me more valuable experience to better myself. So I feel really positive in that respect about aging. Now, I want to start straight away after the poll with the stuff that you guys submitted to me because there's some really great stuff in there. I say that every week, but it's true. And then I'll finish the episode with the stuff I want to talk about personally. So let's start off with what do we have here? We have. submitted scary to start off with amazing I've got here for the 20 something scaries that you guys have submitted one of you is scared by realizing how quickly household chores add up that I can relate to and I'm going to talk about a habit that I've picked up this week that helps with that why don't I just talk about it now if I've got ones that I think fit in throughout the podcast I'll just shove them in but maybe I'll refer to them later so I have the most amazing planner This planner is a digital planner that I've downloaded onto my iPad. So I bought my iPad last year as like a birthday gift to myself because I really wanted to sort of level up my life and get on with organising. And I love written planners. I think they're incredible. But there's something about a digital planner that means you can just delete stuff and move things around and change it and adapt your calendar if things change. I find that really, really great rather than having to cross things out on paper and make a mess because I like writing in pen on paper rather than pencil. Don't ask me why, I just do. So... This digital planner is the most comprehensive planner I have ever, ever, ever had. It's a bit overwhelming. I'll do a whole episode on it if you guys would like. And I'll find the seller on Etsy that I bought the downloadable file from. Because I used a different one last year and it was great and I loved it. But this one is just next level. It might actually be a bit much if you're just getting into digital planning. I still find it a little bit overwhelming. I probably won't use every single page, but I'm I'm making it my mission to try to, because I don't like doing things by halves or quarters or thirds. I wanna I wanna do it the full way, so I'm trying to use all of it, and it has been an amazing start to my year. And one of the sections it has is like household chores, and I thought I get a bit overwhelmed by all these household things as well. You know, it's like you clean the bathroom, then suddenly the kitchen's dirty you clean your bedroom and then suddenly the bathroom's dirty again. It's just an endless cycle of doing your washing or washing the dishes and picking up after yourself. And it can be quite overwhelming when you find living in a cluttered space to be really detrimental to your mental health, which is me. Tidy room, tidy mind is absolutely my mantra. However, that doesn't mean I'm a naturally tidy person. So what I've done to try and help me combat this this year and not let me get overwhelmed, because when I have an endless to-do list which is my downfall. I always write to-do lists, but I make them so excessively long and I can never finish them. And that includes cleaning. I always want to clean my whole house in one day. That's not achievable. So what I'm doing is I'm giving myself a weekly schedule. So my schedule is, what day is it today? It's Tuesday. On Tuesdays, I'm cleaning my bathroom. Every Tuesday, I'm going to clean the bathroom. If it's already tidy, I'll give it a deep clean. That is when I clean. On Thursdays, I'm going to clean my bedroom. Again it might already be tidy but that's the day I clean and if it's not tidy I'll tidy and clean. That This doesn't mean that I can't pick up clothes throughout the rest of the week. I want to try and do that but this is like the day dedicated to making my bedroom exactly how I want it for that week. And then later in the week I will do my kitchen and living room and that is kind of my schedule. So I think I've got it on Tuesdays Thursdays and Sundays just because that's what works best with my work schedule that's when I know I'll have the time to dedicate to doing that and that is going to be a non-negotiable in my life moving forward I'll let you know how it goes today was bathroom cleaning day and it looks great I did all the mirrors and you know the um glass bit in my shower white vinegar and kitchen towels best thing to clean mirrors and glass smudge- free you can buy really cheap white vinegar in a spray bottle it's amazing does the job I bought one bottle a year ago when I moved in and I'm only just getting through it. So that is, you know, great value for money and a really, really cheap, easy, lovely cleaning hack and I find it works better than all the mirror... I have a bottle of mirror and glass cleaner in a green... it's a green liquid. It does not work as well as that white vinegar. Actually I think it works better on my windows because I've got Juliet balconies so I can just pull them in and clean them by hand, it's really useful. It works well on those but it does not work well on my mirrors or the glass in my shower. White vinegar is the way. So yeah, I get you, but hopefully, that little hack, try it. Let me know how you get on if you do try it. I have another scary here, which says, finally discovering hangovers. Oh my God, I remember when hangovers hit me. I think I was about 21. It really put me off drinking. And I have found now, if I do drink, like I did drink on New Year's Eve, again, I'm not a big drinker, I barely drink anymore. I did used to drink when I was younger, but now I think, on average, I probably drink like a glass a month, if that. Really not much. But I did have some nice cocktails. Oh, lovely professional lemon in the background. Good. Um, I did drink cocktails on New Year's Eve and Prosecco and stuff. And as long as I'm hydrated and I sort of space it out and because my attitude to drinking is different now, I feel like I don't get hungover anymore. And the hangover anxiety for me was a massive thing that made me stop drinking. I just feel like feeling ill and knowing that you're going to waste that whole next day, potentially. It just wasn't a priority for me necessarily. No judgment to anyone who does drink and loves to go out and party and stuff like that. I respect you because I do not have that in me anymore. I am in that way. Age is a number for me. I'm an old woman now. I've hit 25. (laughs) I'd much rather be sat in with a bowl of pasta. That's God, I left recording this podcast till late again to try and avoid the road noise, and I swear the roads outside my house are popping off tonight. What's going on? What am I missing? Apologies if you can hear those noisy cars. I'll have a word. Um, Obviously, I won't have a word. I do not know everyone who drives past my house. That would be crazy. Anyway, let's get into one of the questions I asked over on the Instagram. So I asked you guys, what did you learn in 2022 that you would like to take with you into 2023? And I had some really great responses, as always. So to start off with, we have someone saying, my best friends who I'm so incredibly grateful for. Oh, I love that. I think finding friends in your 20s that are really, really wonderful is an amazing thing. Whether you've known them from before and managed to keep them, or whether you've met new people that you really, really love, surrounding yourself with positive Radiator people. When I say radiator people, I mean people that bring you more energy, people that lift you up, people that are warm, inviting, encouraging, rather than drains. You could call them drains or vampires. Drains suck the energy out of you. They belittle you. Maybe they gaslight. Maybe they undermine. You know if you've hung out with a radiator. If you've hung out with someone that you leave and you feel better than you did before you saw them, that's a good thing. And if you... Left feeling like "Mm, I wasn't sure how that interaction went. I don't know how I feel about that person, or I wouldn't trust that person to speak with kindness about me to other people. Perhaps that person is a bit of an energy drain, and perhaps they don't deserve to come with you into 2023. Have a think about that, guys. And of course, not everyone is going to be a radiator all the time you might have people that you know and you love and you know they're your best 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 friends but maybe they're not having an amazing day so if one of your radiator friends turns into a bit of a drain maybe have a chat with them and just ask hey what's going on are you okay because not everyone can be an energy giver all the time but it's amazing if you found those people and you feel confident in your friendship groups i think that is so so undervalued I think society really, really focuses on the importance of finding a romantic partner, but focusing on those platonic relationships that we've had and that can provide us with so much joy and so much love and so much fulfillment. You know, we can't forget our friends. Friends are our lifeblood. They're mine anyway. I adore my friends. I feel so, so lucky to have them. And the aim to start to feel better in my skin, that's wonderful. And I think that's something that I'm still learning and I'm sure most people listening are still learning it's so sad that it's not easy to f- love ourselves and love our bodies. Our bodies are just a vessel that carry us around, guys. They are the least interesting thing about us, I promise. And that's something I'm learning. You are so much more than the muscles and the flesh and the hair that you are and that you present to the world. And that doesn't mean you can't take pride in your appearance and that you can't love looking after yourself physically. I do, it makes me feel great. When I look good, I feel better. However, your personality, your goals, your dreams, your fears, all of those things are what make you who you are, not the way you look, I promise. But focus on loving your body because it's the only one you've got. You've got this. Next, we had someone say, I want small achievable goals with a timeline, setting myself up for success. I think that's brilliant. And I put another question up on the Instagram asking about New Year's resolutions. And I think I said in a previous podcast, in my first one actually, if new year's resolutions and goals setting doesn't work for you then don't do it and i think i really should have been more specific resolutions for me are things that put too much pressure whereas goal setting is something that i do all the time and for me it's a really positive way of looking at things that i want to achieve whereas a new year's resolution is like i must do this every single day for this entire year which i think is unrealistic to be honest to ask yourself to do really really difficult things in a really specific timeline whereas goal setting i feel like it's more open-ended and it can be smaller things like perhaps rather than setting yourself a new year's resolution going i want to lose this many pounds by december which is a whole another thing that i will do a whole episode on i think it's better to say i want to move my body every day that is a much more positive way of framing it and looking at it because if you're moving your body just for aesthetic purposes you're doing it out of hatred i feel like or to want to change things and it's okay to have aesthetic goals of course it is but i started working out with a pt this year and i said to her from the very very start i don't want to do this for aesthetic goals i just want to move because i've lived 20 something plus years of my life disliking my body and disliking the way I look and wanting to change it and I eventually just kind of realized this is what I've got and it can change it fluctuates of course it does but giving myself small goals in the gym like I want to be able to learn to lift with confidence I want to learn how to squat without a smith machine things like that they brought me so much joy and in turn gave me some slight aesthetic results that made me feel more confident in my body And that, for me, was the best way to set myself up for success. And I love that you've identified that small achievable goals. I mean, with a timeline, which if that works for you, that's fantastic. I love an ideal timeline, but I think if I get to the point where I feel like I have to achieve it in that timeline and then I can't for some reason, that makes me feel like a failure. So I know that I have to Give myself a rough timeline but understand that it might not happen in that time and maybe the universe is just working things out a little bit slower for me on that and that's okay. But I love that you realise what works for you in terms of goal setting and that making them small works. Small but but steady wins the race? That's not the phrase. Slow and steady wins the race. (laughs) We've also got someone saying it's okay to take a bit of a break from things and not feel guilty or like you're being unproductive. Absolutely. Hustle culture is a thing and I'm an absolute victim of it. I do not feel happy unless I'm being productive. I struggle to give myself an actual full day off. I feel itchy, I feel guilty, I feel like I need to write a to-do list, I feel like I need to get up and do things even if there's nothing to do. My house could be spotless and I'd find something to clean, honestly. Not that my house is ever spotless, I wish. That would be a great problem to have having nothing to do, but rest is the most important thing. If you're if you're not resting and looking after your body How do you expect it to look after you all day and to help you recover from the things that you put it through? It's really, really important to take the time to rest and allow yourself to rest. It's healthy. Recharge, do hobbies, things that you can't monetize, things that you love to do, whether that's seeing a friend for a coffee or knitting or painting or doing your makeup just for fun, even though you're not going to leave the house okay last two someone here said doing what makes me happy and not what i think i should do this is something i've also been learning and i heard someone say something amazing to me that their therapist had said to them and i want to share it with you guys get rid of the shoulds shoulds are things that have been internalized and taken in upon us from external sources shoulds are societal pressures shoulds are you know, things that we've told ourselves we have to do this for some reason other than our natural instinct. If you feel like you should do something, it tells me that you probably don't want to do it. And I think sometimes following your intuition and doing what you want to do is just as important as doing what you feel you need to. Say for example, I'm going out to meet a friend for drinks in the evening and I've had a really hard day at work and my skin is breaking out and I know that I will have a better day tomorrow if I just put skincare on and let my skin breathe and don't cover myself in makeup and I'm too tired to do my hair, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, before I go out. But I have this little voice in my head going, oh, you're going out to dinner at a restaurant, you know, you really should put makeup on. That's not what I want to do. Who is saying I should? Is it because I feel worried about what people will think seeing me walk into a fancy restaurant with no makeup on? Is it because I'm worried that my friend will judge me for how I look? Because if they're a good friend, they're not going to judge me. All of those shoulds are just little judgments you're making on yourself. Let go of them. As you say, do what makes you happy. I think learning that we are just little ants on a big floating rock in the sky has made me feel a lot better. When you look at it that way, you know, it's really not that deep. It's not life and death dance in the rain (laughs) that's so like cliche you know just as you say if going out to dinner with no makeup on makes you happy do it if sitting on the sofa for an evening and you know letting the phone ring with work stuff but not picking up makes you happy do it okay if I say that and it gets you fired you can't sue me that might have been terrible advice but you know what I mean just let it go take a breath Don't let anyone tell you what you should be doing if your instinct tells you that it is wrong. You have got this. Trust your gut. We've also got here, learning to prioritise my feelings and not people please. I think we are an absolute generation of people pleasers, or maybe that's just me because I'm a massive people pleaser. You're not alone, the person who wrote this in. Unlearning people pleasing habits is something that's really, really difficult and I honestly recommend if you feel like you really, really struggle with it. Look into therapy. I think therapy is so beneficial. Having someone to talk those things through with, take the time to find a therapist that works for you. And obviously, therapy can be quite expensive, so it's not always accessible. So, if you feel like you're in the financial position to get some help, absolutely do, because life is so much better when you learn that you're allowed to prioritize yourself as much as the people around you. And you deserve to prioritize yourself. People pleasing can be really, really detrimental to your well being. So, if you want to talk about that more please message me anytime my dms are open it's a natural thing to do i think and it's okay to want to make other people happy but not if you're constantly sacrificing your own needs for the needs of other people you've got to have a balance in there So now let's get on to the hot girl habits that I'm taking into 2023. Woo! I'm so excited to talk about this because I feel like I learned a lot about myself and how to best support myself in 2022. So as I spoke about a little bit earlier, I do have a digital planner. I have just planned out all of my work that I know I have, all my work commitments. They are written out in my calendar for the next four or so months and I've color coded them all color coding is so helpful for me so what I do is on my calendar I take little dots of different colors and I have certain jobs because I work multiple different part-time jobs at the minute and I mark them down with different colors on each date so I know which date I'm working what and then I can just glance at my calendar if someone asks when I'm free and I can tell them and I find that really really helpful for my brain so in the first few days weeks of January I'll sort of be editing that and touching that up and figuring that out but learning to plan ahead and to have a calendar one made me feel like such a (laughs) grown-up mama I'm a big girl now (laughs) and two I just found it allowed me to really maximize my productivity and take the weight off my head because if people people used to ask me if I was free and I'd be like oh I don't know because the calendar on my phone was an absolute mess I found that just you know having it written out in a way that pleased me was really really helpful And the great thing about these planners is you can pick if you want them landscape or portrait. You can pick colour themes. You can really, really customise it and make it your own. So it just feels like quite a nice little self-care experience by downloading it, picking the one you want and setting it up. So yeah, highly recommend if you have an iPad. I want to do this thing that I've seen all over TikTok. And it's where you write your yearly goals on little bottles. So I've seen people do it with little tiny shot size bottles of spirits or on bottles of prosecco and now because I'm not a big drinker I don't really want to do that but at the same time I like that if it's a bottle of prosecco it feels like a like a celebration you know popping a cork Uh, always feels like you're celebrating something good so you write them on labels and you stick them on the bottles so you could say I want to own a house I want to get promoted I want to travel to Bali I want to get a dog I want to get pregnant you know all of these things you could write them on the bottles however many goals you have for the year and when you achieve that you pop the bottle and you get to drink it and celebrate and I really love that idea of having a physical thing that sort of marks that goalpost because I'm all about intention and bringing things into the universe and I feel like writing it down is such a good way to sort of help these things happen and to nudge things along I actually got really into manifesting and scripting in 2021 and I actually lost my way with that quite a bit in 2022. I did not do it regularly, but I'd love to do a whole episode on manifestation and get an expert on to talk about that. If you guys would be interested, it was one of those things that I always thought it sounded so ridiculous before I tried it. And it's not necessarily about it working for me. It's more about writing things because I used to basically just write each day I would write a certain mantra that I have. I'm going to share with you guys. Every journal entry, I would always start off with everything works out in my favor. That is my absolute mantra. I love it because it makes me feel like no matter what happens that day, it's happening because it's for the greater good for me. It's sending me off on the path that I need to follow. And then I would basically write things that I wanted to happen as if they'd already happened. So I'd say, you know, like I had a really great day today. Uh, I got a free coffee at Pret. Something silly like that. It can be so small. But writing things with such positive intention just made me go about my day with a smile on my face. I don't know. It worked really, really well for me. And a lot of the time, the stuff I wrote did happen. So if you've never tried it, don't knock it till you try it. My best friend tried it, I remember once. And she messaged me a few days later and she was like, I'm so sorry I ever laughed at you. It works. It works. And something she'd written had worked and it was just a small thing. But... I remember, you know, she didn't laugh at me anymore after that. So maybe give journaling a go, manifestation journaling. What I love about this planner as well. I sound like this is sponsored. It's absolutely not sponsored. This Etsy seller does not know who I am. But it has a manifestation section and a goal setting section. So what I did the other day on the first day of January is I went through and I wrote down all of my goals for the year. I'm not going to share all of those with you now because I do think there's something nice about having those as sort of a private thing. But I promise you... In December, if I have achieved these goals, why don't we reflect in an episode and I'll tell you when they happened and we'll look back and see if the things that I wrote down came to life and if I can put my money where my mouth is and say that writing things down does help you bring them to fruition. So we'll see. Maybe if I've got some smaller goals, I'll share them as we go throughout the year. But a lot of them are sort of things that I just want to quietly work on behind the scenes, you know, not let everyone know about, but I'll let you know if and when they happen because they're going to happen. Positive mindset. Another habit that I've actually never done before, but that I am going to do right after I finish recording this episode, and that I do want to do every year from now on, is make a vision board. I think it's just a nice thing to do, isn't it? Sitting down with a cup of tea, going on Pinterest, finding pictures that help you visualize what you want to achieve in the year, and I'm going to do it tonight, and it's going to be wonderful, and I think, again, it's another thing of sort of putting something down on paper so you can visualize it, and I'm going to print it off, I think, and frame it, and put it somewhere where I can see on my desk, so... I'm sort of reminded of these things and why I'm working towards what I'm working towards. So maybe give that a try. The best habit that I formed in the past year is getting more of a routine. I think as a graduate, this is something I found really, really difficult, especially because I was thrust into a pandemic as a graduate. So I went from having full-time drama school routine that was structured for me to suddenly being at home, unable to leave my house. It Honestly, I did not master the routine thing until... Well, I still haven't mastered it, but I didn't learn about the routine thing really until I feel like last year. And for me, that's having a morning routine and a nighttime routine. And honestly, most of that is just journaling and skincare. I have a five minute journal. You can get them online. It's wonderful. I'm going to talk about it with you now. It's got a section that you fill out in the morning and a section that you fill out. You can hear me clunking to reach for it. A section that you fill out in the evening. And it has an affirmation at the start of every day and it's undated so you can, if you miss a day it doesn't matter, you're not going to have to miss a page, you can still use every page. So the affirmation on my page today is, it's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. That's by Henry David Thoreau. it says, what a lovely little quote. And you have to write three things that you're grateful for every morning. I think gratitude is so important and it's really helped me reframe my mindset and be a better version of myself every day you then write three things that would make today great. So it says, what would make today great? So for example, today I just wrote, um, loving the podcast that I record because I knew I was going to record today and I wanted to feel good about the episode. And then I put some other twos that I'm not going to read out. And then I also have to write a daily affirmation every morning. So a lot of the time I do write that everyone's working, everything is working out in my favor. But today I wrote, I'm capable of anything and everything I put my mind to, which I thought was quite a nice one. I get a bit creative with them sometimes but if you can't think of other things and you really just feel like you have that one that really resonates with you like mine write that that's okay and then in the evening you have a reflection section a little rhyme and you write your highlights of the day so you write three things that made the day really good and then you write what did I learn today and I feel like that's really nice because every day is a bit of a lesson not to sound super um pretentious but I feel like if you look at your day and you think even if I made a mistake what did I learn from that mistake it just completely reframes the way you look at that thing that happened it may have gone from a really negative thing that you were kicking yourself from to hey but I learned not to do that again isn't that lovely I love it Another thing that I have put into my morning and nighttime routine is skincare. For the past two years, I've worn SPF every day, pretty much every day. I may forget occasionally, but it's something that I just do out of habit. Now I just keep it in my cabinet in my bathroom. So when I brush my teeth, it's right there. I put it on. I love doing it. Even I haven't even studied the full benefits that much, but I know it can help with you know anti-aging, obviously. Nobody wants to get skin cancer, we want to avoid that if we can. Um, So it's really important, even in the UK, to protect your skin. And I just love the feeling of it. I've got a nice moisturising one at the minute from Garnier. I've used a La Roche-Posay one before, but that was really expensive, so I've tried to find a cheaper alternative. And for me, it's just having nice, hydrated, glowy skin in the morning. I don't need to do any other skincare, just my SPF and a lip balm. And I feel really put together, and then if I do my hair, that's another thing, self-care, doing my hair... I trained as a makeup artist in my gap year, so that's probably, God, how many years ago now? Six years ago? I think? Maybe a bit more? Six years? No, like six years ago. Six, seven years ago. Ooh, gross. And I love makeup. Anyone who knows me knows I love makeup, but I barely wear it now. And if I had to choose, if I was on a desert island and they told me I could take my hair stuff or my makeup stuff, I'd take the hair stuff as long as I could have skincare too, because a bit of skincare and my hair done, I feel so much more put together than if I had a full face of makeup on but I hadn't brushed my hair, you know, or put it into a cute little hairstyle. Looking after myself in that way um, has made me so much more productive. It's just made me feel more confident. And I have noticed that I just feel a bit more productive and positive if I feel a bit more put together. I wish I'd realised that at drama school because honestly, I would turn up to dance class looking like a hot mess. Oh, I would look so bad and in terrible outfits and greasy greasy messy hair and I think I would have danced a lot better in dance classes if I'd maybe actually put some effort into my appearance (laughs) not that anyone was judging me for how I looked I'm sure and it's okay you don't have to do this if it doesn't make you feel good but that's what makes me feel good and it's definitely what I'm going to continue to do in 2023 something that I love but don't do that often anymore and want to do more regularly in 2022 is 2022 That's been and gone in 2023 is reading. I absolutely love reading. I think I want to make a habit of reading before I go to sleep rather than scrolling on my phone just because I really struggle to sleep sometimes and there's so much science behind how the blue light can be really, really negative for your sleep. So yeah, I'll let you know how I get on with that. Is anyone else doing that too? And another habit that I formed last year and the year before really, but mainly last year, was walking. I need to prioritise getting out of the house and just going on a walk. Once a day, at least. As we say, hot girl walk, you know, hot girl anything makes me wanna do it. I love walking. I normally just put a podcast in my headphones and just go for a stroll. I'm really lucky that I live sort of in a town that also has lots of countryside walks around me. So it's really easy for me to go and get some fresh air. And I understand that, you know, not everyone's gonna feel safe walking where they are. Find a walking buddy, maybe if you can, walk with someone else if that makes you feel safer. But that's a really gentle form of movement that I know just makes me feel like my best self and allows me to sort of stretch my legs, reflect, have a little think, get some fresh air. Now another habit that I've started to form and that I really hope to continue with in 2023 is having non-negotiables for myself. Now this sounds quite strict and negative I think but it's not what you might assume. I don't mean telling myself that I'm going to gym and work out really really hard five times a week and if I don't do it I'm a failure. No 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 that's not what I mean. It's more the fact that I know I'm the sort of person that will neglect my own itinerary I guess you could say or neglect my own plans if I feel like plans with other people and better ones turn up so that could be in my romantic relationship say I'd plan to do my walk that I really wanted to do and then my boyfriend goes oh but don't you want to come watch a film with me as much as I adore him and I will hang out with him and I may not get this right all the time I don't want to neglect the things that I promised myself that I would do that I know make me feel good so a compromise could happen I could say hey instead of sitting on the sofa why don't we go for a walk together and that's actually something that me and joseph do all the time so that's not an issue we love walking so i feel like he'd be the first one to suggest a walk instead of sitting on the sofa so that was a bit of a bad example but also, you know, friends saying, hey, I want to do this, but I'd maybe promise myself I'd record the podcast. I don't want to neglect those things that I promise myself that I'd do if I do really want to do them just to please other people. My friends will understand. They're good people. They want me to do what makes me happy. And it's okay to say no to things. Even if you're worried about FOMO, I promise you, the more you teach yourself not to just say blindly yes to things, the better your boundaries will become and the more you will flourish. It's a hard thing to learn. But I think it's a really worthwhile lesson for sure. I think overall the thing that I want to master in 2023 is just sort of becoming 1% better than myself the day before. Again, all of this I feel like has been quite an honest episode for me. And it's been quite very motivationally aimed. And I don't want to sound like I'm talking shit to be honest. And I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from with all of this. But for me... I don't want to compare myself to anybody else anymore. I don't want to try and be better than the person next to me. I just want to be better than I was the day before. And I'm not going to get that all the time and it's okay and you have to cut yourself slack. But it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to aim for that. And I think for me, also becoming 1% better than my previous self is allowing myself to make mistakes and forgiving myself for the days where I'm not that 1% better. Maybe I'm 10% worse. Maybe I have had a whole week of really not achieving any goals or making any progress and that's okay allowing myself to take those steps back in order to recharge and take the steps forward again in a way to me is progress because old me would have kicked herself and punished herself and thought oh well I've had a whole week off the gym I might as well take a whole month off you know things like that now I'm just gonna go yeah I didn't really feel like moving my body that week but when I do I will again and that's okay All in all, this year, you guys, I want you all to treat yourselves like human beings. Treat yourselves like your best friend. Would you be unkind to your best friend? No, you wouldn't. So be kind to yourself. I really hope that a couple of the things I've mentioned this episode resonate with you guys and it's given you some ideas of habits. I really think getting a routine for me has just been the best thing I've ever learned. So let me know what your routine is. I'd like to know because I feel like routines from your older 20s to your younger 20s can um very really drastically so I want to hear what you guys have to say please please message me on Instagram that's 20 something scaries on Instagram as I said follow my TikTok Anna Morgs on TikTok and I'm going to start posting a bit more lifestyle content and stuff on there because I really enjoy it I find it really fun I've been posting some little cooking recipes and things like that so that's something I want to do this year get a bit more creative and um create on social media rather than consuming so much I just want to be conscious of how much I take in and maybe put some stuff out that makes me feel good just for fun so yeah let me know what you guys thought of this week's episode did you enjoy having a guest on last week I'd really like to know because I've got some other guests that I'm going to invite on that I'd really really love to have for you guys I cannot wait to hear from you again and to see you next week on the podcast And as I said before, happy 2023. It's going to be a good year for all of us, I'm absolutely sure. Bye, guys.